You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. This is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. And today, I want to talk to you about more sleep and more energy. How do we get more of those two things? Because right now in our culture, we really fall short when it comes to having enough sleep to allow our bodies to heal. Most people don't realize that that is when the majority of your healing happens, and energy is at an all-time low in our culture and our society. So today, I want to help you learn how to get more of those two things, and as you start to get more of those two things, you will have more abundance in your life. You will be able to have more energy for the things, not just that you have to do, like get out of bed and go to work, but most importantly, be able to have the energy for your family at the end of the day so you can make more memories, so you can have more energy to help more people. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's about having that energy to feed your soul and to help others. So today, let's talk about that. I want you to understand what's going on when it comes to sleep. We're going to get through as much of this as we can. But first off, you have to believe it'll happen. Some of you right now might be suffering with insomnia to where you only get one or two hours of sleep a day. And some of you might be getting seven to eight hours of sleep a day, but you're not getting a quality sleep. You're waking up multiple times during the night. You're waking up not feeling rested. You're never hitting that deep REM cycle sleep. But whether you think it'll happen or not, you're right. And so you've got to start changing your mindset before you go to bed, when you wake up in the morning, what kind of energy levels you're going to have, because you've got to give yourself permission to have hope. Hope that you can get better. Hope that you can get your sleep back to where you want it. Hope that you can get that energy. And I guarantee if you start to apply these principles that I'm going to teach you in these next you know, 24 minutes, I guarantee you will increase your energy. It might be 10 to 20%, but if you can get 10 to 20% more energy, how important would that be to you? What would that look like in your life? But if you keep telling yourself, hey, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get any sleep tonight anyways. Or, hey, I could never do that because I I just don't have enough energy for that. You're going to continue going down that same path and things are never going to change. So I give you permission today to have hope. Start to apply these hacks and rules and principles that I'm going to teach you about sleep and more energy. And I guarantee you will start to get more sleep. You will start to have more energy. It might not happen today. It might not happen tomorrow. It might be a week from now. It might be a month from now. It might even be a year from now. But you've got to give yourself the patience to apply these things to consistency and you'll get better. So I want you to start creating affirmations for yourself. Before we go to bed, I want you to start putting information, speaking this into yourself to where you're going to say, hey, I'm going to get sleep tonight. I'm going to sleep like a baby. I'm going to wake up energized, feeling like I can take on the world today. Maybe it's when you wake up first thing, give yourself an affirmation there. Hey, I'm going to wake up today. I'm going to have the most amazing day with the most energy. I'm going to have a surplus of energy that's going to spread onto others and can infect others with my contagious energy as well. Whatever that affirmation is to you, start speaking into yourself. Whether that be first thing in the morning when you wake up or right before you go to bed. And you will start to 
sleep better. Now, it's not just from affirmations alone, right? But that's where it starts. Follow me. If you don't even believe that you can get better, if you don't even speak that into yourself, then it's never going to happen. Now, I want you to set yourself up for success. Now, this is really important because if you resonate with low energy people, you're going to get low resonance results. Let me give you an example. If you've ever gone into a room crowd full of people, you're trying to find someone to talk to, and there's this person that has all this high energy, and it's almost so much energy, it's almost, it might almost turn you off because they're like, well, I cannot keep up with this person's energy, but the more you talk to them, the more you start to get energized, and you don't even know what you're energized about, but just what they have is contagious, and you want more of what they have, versus the person you get stuck in the corner with is just super slow and mundane and what they're talking about and they're not really having any energy and what they're doing you just start to get sucked down in that energy next thing you know you're yawning and you don't even know why you're yawning because you actually got good sleep last night and you had energy and a triple shot of coffee before you came into that place so understand surround yourself with high energy people surround yourself with like-minded individuals as well Because if you just have people in your life that are constantly dragging you down, they're not supporting you, they're just going to suck the energy out of your life. And that's not healthy for anyone because energy is contagious. So we want to be around those people, but we also want to start to create habits that are going to set us up for success. And that really leads us into our our next topic, which is going to be really creating a routine when you go to bed, but understand that this routine, creating these habits, it's a journey. It's not a race. When it comes to our health, you've heard me say this before, if you've listened to me at all, it's it's a journey. It's not a destination we get to and then we just take our foot off the accelerator and we just continue to coast. It's something you got to work at, something you got to cultivate. So I want to help you start to cultivate that today. Create the habits. So I'm going to give you a list of of habits you can start to create. We'll get into a little more detail on these as we go through today's episode. But number one is no screens two hours prior to bedtime. Now screens have different effects on different people. And I'm going to go into this in more detail in a bit. So you might really be affected by this or you might not. But the fact is if you're struggling with sleep or energy at all, you've really got to limit your screen exposure. So no screens two hours. This is tablets, cell phones, computers, you name it, anything with a backlight, you've got to make sure you're limiting those things. Now, the other thing is no food two hours before you go to bed as well. And this is another reason that's so important because because if you're eating sugary foods or just foods that are harder to digest before you go to bed, it's going to affect how your body metabolizes what you're eating. Your body is metabolizing while you're sleeping. And so it could create things like indigestion when you're going to bed, but most importantly, it's going to keep your energy levels going at a, at a rate you don't really want it to. And not only that, it'll start to help you in a bad way. I mean, it'll help you create more weight. So you're going to gain more weight if you're eating right before you go to bed typically. And that's no good because more weight you have on you, the more that's going to affect your energy levels as well. So if you're going to have a snack before bed, try to keep it to something that's you know, easy to process, uh, something that's going to take a longer time to metabolize. Um, usually what I recommend is some kind of protein, maybe like some nuts, maybe a raw cheese, but definitely stay away from things that are going to metabolize really quickly like sugar. So the ice cream, the sweets, you want to stay away from those things. And then you also want to be in a cool environment. 
cool environments. Research is showing that somewhere between that 67 to 70 degrees, people get the best and most restful sleep. And then we also want to be in a cave-like environment. We want that darkness, no lights. You know, some of you might have the huge 12-foot tall uh, LED alarm clock lights that just illuminate the whole room. And those, those, we don't want those things. So you can, you know, tip your alarm clock face down so you don't have to worry about that darkness. Put dark out curtains or fixtures on the windows. You want to get that as, as dark as possible because if you've got a, a street lamp shining your light that's illuminating things or a TV that's on or just a lot of different lighting that's creating uh, that ambient light, we don't really want that. It, it, it tricks our mind. It tricks our uh, melatonin production and our hormones that, don't really register that it's actually time to go to bed. And then we want to make sure you're keeping your cell phones out of the room. This is huge. This is a huge one because the reason this is so important is that they have Wi-Fi. Now you can turn your most of your smartphones onto airplane mode and that'll disrupt that, but it still has a power source. So if you can, I recommend just keeping the cell phone out of the room completely, but definitely keep the Wi-Fi out. So if you've got a, a wireless router in your house, shut that off when you go to bed. Uh, if you have a cell phone, again, to at least turn off to airplane mode. Um, not just silent, because that's not the same thing. And then if you can, keep it out of your room completely. As much electronics as you can keep out of your room, the better. So there's a lot of research showing how this affects our circadian rhythms, our deep sleep, even our ability to rest our, our nervous system. And then I really like to have people diffuse with essential oils. There's a lot of different blends you can use, but we'll go into that in a little more detail as well in a second. And then just learn how to unwind. And the, the way you're going to unwind is through things like journaling, reading, meditation. You know, for me, what I'll do is I'll just write down my three wins for the day and then I'll write down what are the three things I want to accomplish the next day. My wife goes a level above that because she needs a little bit more to calm down. She'll actually journal. She'll write out her day, things that, you know, maybe bothered her, but things she was proud of and her wins and what she's going to accomplish the next day and just, you know, her thoughts down on paper. And that just helps her mind relax so that she can unwind and go to sleep. So everyone's different. Find your habits. Those are some, it's like, pretty much some must do's if you're going to get your sleep patterns better. Now, the other thing that we want to look at too is we want to look at what not to do. Okay, this is huge because the thing the biggest thing I could say what not to do is sleeping medications. Now, there's all kinds of sleeping meds, you know, some of the big ones are Ambien or Lunesta, but if you've ever looked at the side effects of these things, it is crazy. Now, I could spend the rest of this episode just talking about the side effects of sleeping medications. I'm going to list some of the big ones here, and these should be enough to make you instantly stop. Uh, Ambien, depression, main side effect, anxiety, memory loss, insomnia, the exact same thing you're trying to take it for is one of the main side effects, and then also stroke. And then Lunesta, chronic pain, altered consciousness. What the heck does that mean? Suicidal thoughts, also stroke. Now, a lot of these have overlying uh, side effects because they're basically all the same medications just in different cocktails or different chemicals just in different cocktails. But you know, my mom several years ago, she used to take a lot of Ambien and the fact was it was affecting her body in a big way. She didn't even realize it though. Right? You can be taking these medications for years, not seemingly having effects, but it creating long-term effects to where eventually it hits you. And one day she was driving um, with some friends and she started to slur her speech. She started to have like a droopy face, took her to the hospital. Turned out she had a TIA, which is a form of a stroke. They 
directed it right back to that medication she was taking. So you don't want to mess around with these things. And any other brand is going to have similar side effects. You know, people don't realize it, but emergency room visits have doubled from sleeping medications in recent years. And it's just getting worse and worse. And women will be typically hit harder by the sleeping medications than men, but men will be affected as well. But overall, sleep is going to be more affected by women. And the reason being is that women are typically more left brain, and that's more of the worry centers. And all of our media and advertising and news, all these things prey on a fear and the fear-minded woman. And so that left brain is what reacts to fear. And so women, you're typically going to be affected more by this in just our culture, but also the medications are going to hit you harder too. Now, the next thing we want to look at too is how to sleep. I get this question a lot. You know, one of the best ways to sleep is on your back is definitely best. Now, there's certain situations that it might not be. You know, they talk about pregnant women at a certain terms, sleeping on the side, and and that's all great. But for the 95% of people, it's really going to be on your back is best. You might not be able to do this right now, but you've got to train yourself to, and it might take months, maybe even years to train yourself to be more consistently sleeping on your back. You want to have that nice support behind the back of the neck. You could even put a little support behind the back of the knees if you want to get in that nice sleeping position. And then if you're going to lay on your side, that's the second best. Same thing, you want to have that spine always in a neutral position. So, you know, put that pillow so that the the support of the head is in a straight horizontal position, not kinked one way or the other. You can put the pillow between the knees to keep in that neutral position in the hips as well. But pillows are important. You know, I use what's called a ChiroFlow pillow. It's a water-based pillow, so you can adjust the water if you need to for the consistency that you need. But you definitely don't want to be putting stacking, you know, two, three pillows behind the back of your neck, pushing your head in that forward head posture or when you're on your back or even when you're on your side because that will create a chronic position. That'll create a chronic stress. Think about it. You might be in bed six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours in your day And if you're constantly putting yourself in that bad position, that's just like being in the chronic computer position where your head's forward and your arms are all rounded forward. I mean, it's just not a good position to be in. So understand the sleeping position. That's going to help you out for sure. And then supplementation. Now, a lot of people will just go out and get melatonin, all these over-the-counter things, and try it for a few weeks, maybe even a month. It doesn't work for them, and then they just give up on things. We've got to understand that there's some really important things you need to understand with supplementation. And I'm not a big fan of just going out and getting melatonin. You know, there's so many other things that affect our production of melatonin that it's really just a patch. I like to see people do more or what are called adaptogenic herbs or supplements. These are things that are going to give you more energy if you need more energy or help you calm, relax, and go to sleep if you need to go to bed. One of those great ones is ashwagandha. This is something you're going to want to take right before bedtime. It'll help you lower your cortisol levels, help with that stress, anxiety feeling as well. I really like uh, reishi mushrooms. Now, you want to take these probably about an hour before you go to bed, but this is also going to help you get into that relaxed state, help your body adapt to that state that you're wanting to get into. And then also really like magnesium. Magnesium, you're going to want to take about an hour before you go to bed. And the reason magnesium is so great is because it helps produce what's called GABA. And GABA is a a chemical pathway your body produces, which helps your body relax and sleep. So that's a really great one. And then also I like what's called Nighty Night Tea. That's literally the name of it. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it in probably your local health food store, maybe even in a grocery store. But 
probably not your average grocery store, but you can find this and take this an hour before you go to bed. It has a lot of natural herbs and plants in there that will just help your body relax and calm down and help your body de-stress and and, and lower those cortisol levels. And then something you do want to be aware of, there's certain supplements that will stimulate your energy levels, which we don't want to do, or stimulate me- metabolism in a, in a different way or in your melatonin production. One of the biggest ones is vitamin D. It, c- it can affect your melatonin production. So just be aware of that and try not to take that at nighttime. Just think about it. Follow the sun. Follow the patterns of, of nature. Uh, you know, When we want to go to bed, we want to go to bed. When we want vitamin D production, we get that when we have sunlight. So this makes sense. Now, this is another important part I want to talk about, which is in our culture, we have disconnected so much from nature. And in order to get your nervous system calmed down, you need to disconnect to reconnect. So there was uh, there's a guy named uh, Martin Zucker. He's a really big guy into what's called earthing. And he was quoted as saying that the physical disconnect with the earth creates abnormal physiology and contributes to inflammation, pain, fatigue, stress, and poor sleep. By reconnecting to the earth, symptoms are rapidly relieved and even eliminated and recovery from surgery, injury, and athletic overexertion is accelerated. What he's saying is basically if you can reconnect to earth, it'll help your body relax because there is energy in the earth. There is electrical currents that run through our earth. And what happens is in our day and age, we're not connected to the earth anymore. We're always wearing shoes. We're inside a building. We're inside our home. How often do you actually go out and walk barefoot and reconnect to earth? So take this and understand this, that take walks in, in nature, get out there, go camping, walk outside barefoot. The next time you go to take the, the garbage outside, do it barefoot. The next time you go out to, uh, check on the garden or water the grass, whatever it is, get more connection with the earth. Garden, do all these things, be out in nature. And all the research shows that people that get out in nature more that have that connection to earth, have better sleep, have less anxiety, have overall better health. So a lot of us have forgotten about that. Now, the other thing we're going to talk about too is essential oils for sleep. Now, I talked about diffusing with oils, but you can rub these on your chest before you go to bed. Uh, there's certain oils you can do uh, for energy. You can rub them on your chest throughout the day. But I'm talking about sleep right now. There's a few that are really great for helping your body relax, de-stress, get more of that zen state so your body can relax and go to sleep, lower your, your sympathetic or your fight or flight response in your nervous system. Those are going to be things like lavender, frankincense, spruce, hoewood. Uh, blue tansy, even blue and Roman uh, chamomile, marjoram, and then also uh, sandalwood are all great. Now, there's certain blends you can do. So like doTERRA has a balanced blend that works really well, has a majority of those in there. But you've got to use these things consistently. It's like anything. You go to the gym. If you just go and work out for a couple weeks and then be like, I'm not really losing weight. I'm not really feeling a change. You just give up you know, you're missing the point. You know, you might not notice that change into a month, two months, three months into that workout. Same thing with essential oils, right? Start to just create that habit, make them part of your wellness plan. And I guarantee they're going to have benefits for you as well. Now, the other thing we're going to want to look at is using essential oils for energy. Now, citrus oils in the morning are great. Uh, Wild orange, lemon, lime. These are all great things that'll help boost the the energy levels, create more mental clarity and focus. 
Even peppermint is really great. I take peppermint multiple times throughout the day. I use this in place of having using a mint or, uh, or gum for fresh breath. I mean, I probably take five to 10 drops of that throughout the day. You know, just one drop at a time, go on throughout my day. It just helps re-energize and reinvigorate my body. But you can rub these things on your chest. You can ingest these things. All really great sources. Now, the other thing we want to look at too is we want to look at boosting our energy through things like working out. You know, research shows that getting a workout in will boost your energy more than any kind of supplement or any kind of medication or anything. So get that workout. It can be little as a 10-minute workout, and it'll boost your energy. Now, there's also things like taking consistent breaks at work. Research shows that going 45 minutes harder than taking about a 5- to 10-minute break will overall increase your production throughout the day. So you might be thinking, oh, I'm taking more breaks. I'm not going to get as much done. But the complete opposite happens. You will actually be more productive and get more done, have more energy. Trying to avoid heavy carbs in the middle of the day, really key. It'll help you avoid the the lunchtime slump and the, the, the feeling of wanting to go take a nap. So you want to eat more raw foods, get those salads in, lean proteins, and then try to keep your workplace cool. If you've ever been to a seminar where they're teaching you out all day, you'll notice that they keep it really cold. It's like you always got to bring like that extra layer because it helps keep you energized and focused versus if it's a really warm, soothing environment, you'll just really fall asleep fast. And there's more advanced solutions you can do too to boost the energy. There's things like saunas will really help because it helps detox. There's vibration therapy with the stimulation there. Hyperbaric chambers to get more oxygen saturation and even cryotherapy, which will not only help boost energy levels, but it helps boost the immune system and other cool things. And then if you don't get these things resolved, you just keep suffering with low energy and not getting to sleep, you're eventually going to get into adrenal fatigue and burnout, um, hypothyroidism, which are all going to affect your metabolisms. And then you're going to have to do some more advanced functional medicine things to help restore and, and get those things starting to work again, kind of hitting the reset button on those things. So always be aware of those things as well. And then really, I like people to be aware of this, which is understanding about blue light. So filtering out blue light is becoming a bigger issue. Now we get normal frequencies of blue light in our daily lives from the sun, but it's in small amounts and it's mixed with other lights versus when we get in front of screens like computers, our cell phones, tablets, those are all going to have what are called a really heavy, intense blue light, even a fluorescent and LED light bulbs. So in your house, so we're getting exposed to this on a daily basis. And these shorter waves, these blue waves are shorter waves. And what is going to happen or what's going to create is it's going to create less melatonin production in your body. So it really affects how your body is able to fall asleep. And this is huge. It also puts you in a huge sympathetic dominance, which is your fight or flight. So you're always in this ramped up energized state, which you might not feel like you have energy, but your nervous system just can't calm down because it's in that fight or flight mode all the time. And that's what our culture has really developed in just our, our culture today and our habits. But this is key. And so what you can do to help filter out that blue light is you can do one or two things. You can either avoid it completely two to three hours before bed, or you can use blue light filtering glasses. These are have like more of an amber shade to them like a yellowish shade. And what this does that helps filter out a lot of the blue light. So if you're in front of a computer screen a lot during the day, I really recommend using these on a daily basis. But also if you're just having these problems sleeping, that's going to be a great way to filter out the light. Now at nighttime, when it starts to get dust, you can even switch over to a hundred percent 
block out a blue light. And those are more of an orange, darker orange color lens. And those will filter out all the blue light. And for some people you need that, but I would at the very least start with the, the um, amber colored light filtering sunglasses. Those are, those are great. But you know, there's a lot more things we could talk about here. And I'm starting to run out of care. I mean, chiropractic care is awesome. Helps reset your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic nervous system. It's what I call an, an adaptogenic process. So it, whether you need it to raise or lower something, it's going to just help your body get in balance. It regulates the autonomic nervous system. In fact, there was a huge study with over 220 people that showed that 98% of those people had improved sleep from chiropractic care. Another study showed 50% reduction in anxiety. And then another study showed that um, 81% of those people in the study had an increase in lung volume, which if you're wanting energy, that is huge because oxygen is your second most important source of, of energy after the nervous system. So, you know, if you're not doing those things, you need to get yourself checked, make sure your body is functioning at its best. Um, chiropractic is huge. And then starting to work on talk, minimizing your toxic load. All those things are really important. So, you know, if you're the person that's struggling with sleep, you've got to start to just create those habits, start to get your habits on point, start to do some more of these advanced resources as well, or these advanced strategies and be consistent with it. And you will start to get better. I guarantee it. So, Hey, I know we're running out of time right now, so I'm going to go ahead and finish up with that. I think I gave you guys a lot to think about, to work on. You can get more resources on our podcast as well. So we look forward to seeing you on the next one until then. Remember your body needs no help healing, just no interference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.